0: Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less, with your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hey everyone, today we're gonna to talk about our brands dead? So there's been a ton floating around online. There was a great article on Business Insider about a week and a half ago uh, about how millennials think, what millennials think about certain brands. Uh, you know, and it was very clear, like brands like Sears, obviously like millennials aren't shopping at Sears, uh, but there's a lot of, you know, it's, pr- it's starting to get easier, I feel like, to see the brands, a lot of them, you know, a lot of them that really aren't going to survive. And on the flip side, There's companies like, you know, unbranded recently just got like a $300 million investment. And it's basically a company that sells everything for like $3, uh, nondescript brands. So like ketchup or tomato sauce, and there's like nothing to it, but it's all organic and it's high quality, but in and of itself, an unbranded brand is still a brand, right? I mean, that's why they got the investment, but you know, I know we were talking a little Matt about, um, just Amazon shopping generally people don't really care about brands. Like I was looking for a white dress shirt the other day and I just looked for, you know, linen white dress shirt uh, and I didn't care. I think I, w- I ordered a Nautica brand shirt just because it was in my size. It got good reviews, but I would have never have thought to order a Nautica brand shirt Yeah, before. absolutely. And I
1: would say, especially in the online environment where, you know, it's, 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 it might be a little bit harder to differentiate between the Nautica shirt and another shirt on an Amazon page, let's just say. So I think yeah in a lot of ways you know I think there was a lot of strength in brands but as things move online you know it's really just much more about comfort you know ease you know I think the millennial push towards you know having things now you know has really led to a lot of innovation towards apps and things that you know get us what we want really quickly um, but yeah in terms of brands I mean you um, know I just think of the the Warren Buffett quote of you know he said never buy brand clothing or, or really just never buy anything but a brand and I think that's kind of going to that company Grant mentioned unbranded um, but there's all sorts of places doing this now where you know they just go straight to the manufacturer they cut out the, you know, they cut out the, the the marketing, they cut out the R&D, they cut out all that. And they might just sell, a, you know, a bag of potato chips that just doesn't really have a label on it. It could still, it, it might still, and it literally is the same potato chips, but it's half the price. Um, and you see a lot more and more of these people just reselling goods. Um, and now companies going into it too, because like we're saying, you know, I don't think people care as much about the brand as much as the comfort, you know, just having, you know, easily available things like that are more important now than, you know, that commercial you saw and the, and the good feelings you saw, you know, say Coca-Cola with a, a, you know, polar bear, right. Um, granted, that's probably one of the biggest brands in the world. I think think to that
0: point, the brands that will survive are the ones that are distinctive enough. So it's like, yeah, you can't, you can't copy Coke's taste. Like I don't think you can, you know, no one's ever had a store bought Cola that tastes as good as Coke or as differentiated as Coke, whereas a potato chip, you know, it's, it's, it's like a potato chip's a potato chip. But, you know, there's some really gourmet and there's some great, uh, great potato chips. So I think brands... Our next episode would be yeah, a potato chips. Potato chips. <laughs> the best potato chips. Uh, but I, I do believe, you know, I, th- I think that a lot of brands are dying. I think that, you know, I was reading an article just about Campbell's Soup. Uh, you know, their stock was down like 8% uh, in the past week. Um, and people just aren't buying soup. Uh, I read an article today. Uh, Lego, for the first time in 13 years, uh, lost money. They had to lay off 1,300 employees uh, worldwide. So you know, Lego was was having a tough time. They came out with the Lego Movie. They were blowing up. But now, kids, they're on their
1: apps. You know, they have so many other uh, things things to play with. Um, uh, that's yeah, one it. big thing I'll say with brands. I mean, I, I think the biggest one I see is people buy into the whole brand of, you know, really luxury cars or imported luxury cars. And, you know, sometimes you, you, it, might be, it might be, you know, the car might have a 10% performance enhancement, but it might be double or triple the cost. Um, and if you go even to higher end cars, I think, uh, I can't remember the two cars now. The luxury
0: car sales are actually up. That's one of the markets. Well, I was got, my extra point percent, there was yeah. just
1: saying that I think long-term, for example, brands there, I think, you know, again, it's going back to, you know, comfort, ease, things like that. And as I think we see more automated vehicles out there on the road, you know, buying an expensive brand for that luxury of driving on the road. You know, I, th- I think that luxury of driving on the road, you know, it's great to own the brand, but if you can just, you know, get to work by, you know, hailing an automated car that, you know, kind of lets you work on the road and it's, and it's, you know, two, three, four, five dollars to get you to work versus that, branded vehicle, you know, that's where, again, going back to, you know, our brands debt, are they going to compete in that environment of low cost, you know, highly efficient, highly, you know, convenient goods? I think it comes back, you know,
0: to one thing, brands are stories. And so if the story is really good, maybe if you grew up with it, you know, you've got an association with it. Um, but if the story increasingly, it's getting difficult for, uh, you know, brands to tell their story, I don't know what the Campbell soup story is for my generation, you know, maybe the tomato soup, but you know, it's getting tougher and tougher to tell stories. And I think a lot of millennials see through the bullshit, a lot of younger consumers see through the bullshit and the story just, if it doesn't live up, you know, if you can't identify with it, um, you know, and that's why a lot of these like even smaller clothing brands are blowing up because, you know, people identify with the story, Um, So if the brand can't tell a story you identify with, it's just not going to be successful.
1: Yeah. So my bottom line is, uh, you know, I would say usually brands are coming at a premium. Sometimes it's worth it. I think we buy a a brand uh, toilet paper. But, you know, most of the time I would say you could probably save a few bucks, invest those bucks by uh, going with uh, maybe something that's cheaper. um, But, you know, Cheaper is a, a midwestern term for we are, good. We are having a
0: few Corona beers right <laughs> but, now. Uh, but you taste, know, yeah. a, a less
1: expensive, high, you know, same quality type of product that might be the same. It might be from the same manufacturer. So, so definitely check it out. And uh, yeah, hope this. Was, yeah, let uh, us know
0: what you think. If you know our brands dead, hit us up at Millennial Money uh, at Distilled Dollar on Twitter. We'd love to chat with you. Hope this was helpful, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag MillennialMoney on Twitter or visit MillennialMoneyMinutes.com.